At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, over the next three hours, Matt Humans on the program, host here on the network, also senior editor on the VSIN website. He has a bunch of college basketball games that he likes today. Rex Byers, head of wagering, Play Up USA. Uh, very good with the college basketball numbers. We'll we'll ask him about booking games this time of year and coming up with numbers and trying to be the first to market if possible. And Jer Carabas is going to join us as well from DraftKings and the play. host of the uh, Baseball is Dead podcast. Play now, play up. Play play now. Oh, play talk Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I play up, play up. Yeah, sure. Carabas <laughs> uh, will be fun here, getting close to the start of the baseball season. Yeah, yeah, no All doubt. Right. And we have, um, by the way, live. This doesn't happen during the show. We do have a World Baseball Classic game right now, and it's uh, Japan over Korea. It's 4-3 as they play in the bottom of the fifth inning. So, uh, a lot of the action from yesterday in college basketball. Uh, It's hot and heavy. The action doesn't stop, and it leads into today, which, Paulie, you and I personally like today. They're a little bit more meaningful. You get better better games, potentially better teams involved, the semifinals. But yesterday, of course, with all that action going on, let me ask you this. Um, It happened a couple hours after our show ended Baylor taken apart by Iowa State yet again. Should they be a two seed? I don't think so. Limping in, I know. Oh, it's not, it has not been pretty down the stretch no, here. No, you're right. I don't know if they should be ahead of, and it depends on what happens with Marquette, and they're a three-point dog today against UConn. Um, I know K-State got knocked out last night. That was a loser for me, 
But if they had gone on a huge run in the Big 12, potentially would have been ahead of them. Tennessee, if they make a deep run. But the other one would be Gonzaga. They already wrapped it up, and they were ultra-impressive this week against St. Mary's and in the West Coast. Maybe Gonzaga leaps Baylor, and they're a two-seed. Yeah. Which would be, like, out of nowhere now. Yep. Lenardi has UCLA a one. See how they do tonight in the semis. See what happens with Purdue. And watching those games early, a lot of the one seed struggled. And the other observation was, does anyone want to make this tournament? You know, I went against my own advice. Shame on me that these teams are on the bubble for a reason. Michigan, three-point halftime lead. One field goal in the first 19 minutes of the second half. Think about that for a second. Embarrassing. Blown out. Carolina. Lost. Nevada. Listless performance. Great story with San Jose State. And then in the night session, late night, you saw some teams that were on the bubble that needed it and got it done, like Arizona State and Utah State. So uh, I don't know what this – he hasn't updated it, Lenardi, uh, with ESPN, but – this is a mess about the last four in, last four out here. Clemson got a big win, too, but they were next four out. Yeah, and Boy, then also Oklahoma State went down. They lost outright to Texas, so they were on the bubble. Arizona State, like you said, now do they leapfrog because of one win in the conference tournament? Does that mean Arizona State is in and Oklahoma State is out? They could flip-flop today. That's uh, for, for sure. It was a very good win. They beat a tournament team in yeah. USC, so, yeah. and you can't get damaged by losing to Arizona. So, And then let's let's talk about the Tar Heels here for a second because and uh, it was a yesterday was uh, a losing day for me. It has not been a great week. Uh, had a couple of winners but certainly had my my share of uh, losers as well. North Carolina was one of them. Can't get these teams to finish like halves or games for me. I mean I almost blew a game with Arkansas last night. Yeah. How about that? So but the Tar Heels lost the game by nine. That's 57-55 late. It's anybody's ball game right? No, it's not. Outscored 11-4 to the rest of the way. And honestly, the immediate reaction is that team has to be the biggest flop, I think, maybe in the history of the sport. I would think so, right? Preseason number one, you can't even make the tournament? Yeah, absolutely. Now, should they have? I think a lot of people would argue they probably should not have been preseason number one. That's fine. That's another story altogether. But also, I would bring up, for what it's worth, I mean, I know they made a, a run to the Final Four in the title game last year, and they had Kansas down by 10. That was a very fortunate run. I mean, they, they were an eight seed. They did not have a good regular season. They got hot at the right time. And if that doesn't happen, does Hubert Davis have his right. job today? Yeah, right. Well, uh, probably no. I was, remember, they, they blew a huge lead against Baylor in the second yeah, round. Yeah, they did. They were lucky to win that game. And they took, it took a huge shot to beat UCLA. Yeah. To go to the Elite Eight, and then eventually they got a big break by playing St. Peter's. But It's, a, it's an all-time, couldn't live up to the expectations, preseason expectations. It absolutely is. Yep. And, and I thought they would get there. Uh, I was terrible yesterday. I thought uh, this was their only quad one win. But you, you you were down big in the first half. You were right there within a basket going into halftime. But uh, couldn't get it done. But when you're 1-10 or 1-11 against quad ones, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I, I will say that there are... The, the one thing, because of these teams blowing a lot of big leads, like if you are betting this stuff before the game start, you're, you're going to have opportunities for... Middling spots for sure. Oh, it's out of control. Uh, it, it, it's blowing these it, leads. It's, it's out of control. It's every session of the game. How about Boise? I'm watching the Boise State UNLV game. They could. Why? This is a Mountain West team that could win a game. They can shoot. They got some dudes who can. The Rice kid knocking them out. They blow a 20 point lead to UNLV, and of course they cover in overtime. But I think about right? that. Right, but for that, a that that's yeah. what you're looking at with the Mountain West. And the other thing, my God, the free throw shooting. You gotta knock them down. So many missed free throws. The Marquette, Marquette was lousy 
lucky they won. They, they should have lost the game. Missing free Ohio State the other night against Wisconsin, but it's just, and Ohio State with another big win yesterday. But you just look and it's, a, it's just so many missed free throws. And uh, you let teams back in the game in the front of the one and ones. Oh, that's what it was, Miami. Miami couldn't make uh, a almost, free throw down the almost stretch. Almost gave that game away against yeah. uh, Wake yesterday, for sure. I mean, so that, I had Boise State minus four and a half yesterday in the game against UNLV. I did not come back with UNLV, but had I, when they were down by 20, that would have been a nice land. I did come back with a little bit on Auburn last night against Arkansas, so that was a middle, and that was a good job. Um, and that, that was a good result, I should say. But so a, a lot of these games where you get out to such a big lead, and if you're on it before the game, you can find yourself coming back and grabbing the other side, and you're going to get there with these spots. You could have grabbed UNLV. I wasn't even paying attention to the in-play. I was in other games at the time. It would have been a massive number in the first half. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, I bet K-State last night. They got out to a very quick lead over TCU, and I'm like, all right, this is going my way. I wanted to see a little bit more on what was going to happen because I could have easily grabbed TCU for a potential middle, but it was like 11 to two. So to me, that was a little bit too early to do it. And then by the time that lead evaporated and then TCU had a lead at halftime by five points. So I didn't react quick enough. I thought it would have been, you know, too fast, like overreacting to that first four minutes of the game. But things are happening here where, if you're betting this stuff again before the games tip off, you might find a spot where it's like, okay, well, yeah. that's going well for me. Maybe I should think about grabbing something else on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Big movement yesterday as well, and the blown leads. The other thing is, uh, as it's been said by many, all these teams have flaws at the top. Our, uh, Alabama dealing with their distractions. They failed to cover four in a row with the Miller situation. UCLA has the big injury, although Bailey stepped up and had 26 points. Uh, Purdue in March, Painter, good luck, yeah. uh, right? So Kansas, nice job. Uh, they could be the made the team to beat, and certainly Houston's been awesome and dominant all year long. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this is uh, certainly a lot of these teams have flaws, oh. and everything you just talked about with the three seeds, these three seeds could be uh, the, the they're, they're live to go out in the first round. Oh no, doubt. some of these three seeds oh. when you look at who they'd be matched up against, and then the twos. Who know who knows how that'll play out as well? But one team who's hot is Duke, and Duke looked great yesterday. Never a game that was over early on, and they are favored against Miami, two and a half. So what could Duke get to if they win the ACC tournament? Could they get to a three? Is that possible? No, I was going to say a four or a five. I mean, I would not be surprised if they got to a three just because of what the committee does with this program. Yeah, they year overreact. In, year out. That and they overreact, yes. I think the Duke high watermark that I saw anyway was 70 to one at one point this year. Oh, wow. I have a little bit on this team at 50. Uh, just because, to me, I, I have to take a team that, is this, I, I did this, we talked about it with Kentucky and Gonzaga a couple of weeks ago. I did the same thing with Duke. This goes back a while when they were struggling and it wasn't looking pretty with Shire's first year. Just There's too much talent on that team. And if they ever got it together, that you know that that number was going to potentially crash down. I had a conversation yesterday with a couple of uh, VSIN viewers. Uh, it was good to hang out and watch some games with Zach from nice uh, the D.C. area and yep. Brett from Boston. They were in town. And we had a conversation about how are we ever going to see like a dominant team in March before the madness starts ever again with the way the new rules are set up? Like that Kentucky team from 2015. They were there was a prop up before the tournament started. Who would win the Who would win the tournament, Kentucky or the field? I don't know if we'll ever get because of how. I mean, well, we had the Baylor Gonzaga year. Yeah, Gonz, yeah, Gonzaga they was were head again, and shoulders above everybody. Yeah, that was was that the COVID year too? The year after COVID? Yes, it was a little weird. I just think with the, the transfer portal, the way it's set up now, and these kids are willing to leave at the drop of a hat, yeah. uh, unless, yeah. like like Calipari next year has his best recruiting class ever. 
if every one of those kids hits, then okay, they might be like, whatever, 31 and one going into March. But I think it's going to be like this almost every year where it's like you're throwing darts trying to figure out who's going to make a deep run and who's going to win this mm-hmm. thing. No, nobody's, I mean, Houston's very good. But are you convinced that Houston's going to like be there on Final Four weekend and in the title game? Maybe they are, but I'm not going to be like, ah, they, I got to bet yeah, on this yeah. team. You could have a bad shooting performance in the first half, right? right. That happens, right? Uh, great house specials up at Bet Rivers. Aaron Judge should be the first player to reach 10 home runs is plus 250. And Bet Rivers, the place to be, can win $10,000 in bonus money by playing their Bet Rivers squares this basketball season. If your number's on the square match, the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Four. Four games tip off at 8.30 Pacific or later tonight. And the nice. second semifinal is at nine is at midnight Eastern out here with Utah State and Boise. Yeah, that's pretty damn Utah cool. State might need it to feel safe. And maybe they were just maybe put some in uh, after they got the win and beat New Mexico last night. Yeah, they were very impressive. That was uh, that final score was 91-76 late night action. Um, last night. So the games today are just, uh, they're, they're pretty awesome. The, the night session tonight is the absolute nuts. Yes. Uh, the, the back-to-back games that we get beginning at 7 o'clock Eastern, just phenomenal. Win some, lose some is up next. We were each on the wrong side of a bad beat. We lost because of something that happens, I, I don't know, once every five years. Polly Polly thinks maybe once a decade, who knows. Details coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, let's start with golf. Chad Ramey, first-round leader at the Players, 300-1. to How about that big ticket to start the day? And while we were live on the air, we had a hole-in-one on 17. That paid plus 250. San Jose State Moneyline, plus 155, beat Nevada in overtime. What a story and a coaching job by Tim Miles. Uh, Matt Norlander tweets, they were a lifeless program forever. They won 20 games for the first time since 1981. That was their first Mountain West tournament win in school history, and they knocked Nevada out of the tournament as a result. That that tells you how good of a coach that guy is. Yes. They had never, I mean, it's been First tournament win. And 40 plus years since they won 20 wins. Yeah, right. right. Absolutely. Iowa State plus 175. Easy go of it. Against Baylor, good call by Mike Palm. Maris, 2-1 to one on the money line. Easy win. St. Louis blew out a red-hot George Mason team. Took money from three up to five. Arkansas opened a one-and-a-half-point dog, went off a three-point favorite, beat Auburn by three. What were they, up 18? Got Harry uh, there late? Yeah, in that range. Uh-huh. Cal Irvine, Bakersfield under, 130 down to 127. That's a winner. Oilers plus 140. They beat the Bruins. Boston's 10-game winning streak is over. NHL dogs to close out the card. Six and one straight up as well. And the Kings and the Knicks over 235 up to 240. And that falls 239. That was another nice win by the Kings. Well, now what's the price to win the division? It's got to be $2 now. With Durant out at least two weeks, maybe gonna be longer. Min- they're going to re-examine him in it in two weeks. Yeah, there you go. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Watch the show live at VEASAN. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Eclectic mix. Look at this guy. Trying to get in and grab the sandwich. Look at the dog coming in under the arm, jumping on the counter, and trying to get, using the paw to get, give me that thing. Looks delicious. Give me the Starbucks. Give me the breakfast sandwich. Can I get in there? Coming in? Peekaboo. 
She's blocking him, and he want, he's relentless. Coming back in. How do you like a nice breakfast sandwich on a hot English muffin? A plus. Oh, boy, is that tough That's to right. Eat. And the dog agrees. I mean, he go, that's right. He knows. Absolutely. This was sent in by a viewer. So put it in and put you on TV right in his backyard. Get up there, big fella. Going for the tennis ball in the pool. Serious hang time. Plays catch. Grabs it right in his mouth. Excellent. Good-looking pool. That is a nice yard. That is. Good-looking dog, too. Good video. Loose. Golden State. No Adams. No Morant. No problem for Memphis. Golden State is 7-26 and on the road. As Brian Mahoney, who covers the league, tweeted, they're going to make a lot of people look ridiculous uh, come playoff time. Either the people still on their bandwagon or the people who's like, no, it's not happening. I hate myself today. We brought it up. We said on the air yesterday, are you comfortable laying points with Golden State? I don't care who's out for Memphis. They gave up 48 points in the first quarter. Yeah. They, they came back to make it a game at some point, but eventually the end result was no good. I cannot believe I didn't take a piece of Memphis last night. Ah, uh, yeah. Can't trust Iowa either. From two up to four. Ohio State could be a bit thief. They get the big upset win. Toledo under 158 and a half down to 154 against Miami of Ohio. Not even close. Duke Pitt under. Not even close. 142 down to 137. Miami from five up to seven. Lucky to win the game. Marist under, 140 and a half down to 136. No good. Uh, Ball State, they were laying two against Ohio. 54-32 at halftime. They allowed 90 points. Like the, I looked up, they're down 26. Michigan, one field goal in the first 19 minutes of the second half in a game they had to have. I don't know if you could just say, nice job, Rutgers. It was just horrible Michigan. No, that's Paul. Come on. One basket in 19 minutes. I don't care how good the team is defensively. Great job. Make a shot. That's horrible offense. Yeah. Buffalo lost 10-4 to at home to Dallas. How do you give up 10 goals in a hockey game, let alone to Dallas? What is that all about? Lose some. Good videos here. Vital Vegas tweeted this out. Uh, there's uncomfortable. And then there's this. This is at Aria. The high limit. Top dollar. $2,000 a push. 2000 a push. It's like we talked about yesterday with Mike Ball. You need someone right there to fix the machine and and they have a little notebook and clipboard. Because every time you're hitting the button, you're getting a jackpot. Right. 2000 a push. Holy. That's like that nut job at the win. That lady who lost $10 million. And it's a tragedy. What does Derek Stevens say? It's a tragedy in America. Travesty there you go. in America. The guy went to a sports bar to watch March Madness and Championship Week, rather, and Game Show Network's on. I got this stuff on the, right. On the big TV, on by the, the way, screen. right in the middle of the bar. Uh, God, good luck. Bad beats. What a way to start the day. Colorado catching nine. They're up one with five minutes. Couldn't get the money. Couldn't cover nine. Well, up one with five minutes. Explain what happened. Boyle got tossed. A double technical. When do you see that in college? How often do you see it? Double technical. Oh, it's a parade to the free throw line for UCLA late. Free throw disparity, 31-11. Yeah, there you he go. He was hot and bothered. He got tossed. And UCLA, I think it made what, six straight free throws, whatever. So up, down one with five minutes, they win by double digits in cover. That was just, I mean, yeah. come on. You, you, you lose a bet plus nine, up a point with five minutes to play. Coach get, gets tossed, double technical. You can't cash that ticket. Yep. Iowa State. Just brutal. Iowa State first half. Baylor hit a buzzer beater at half court to go up three. San Jose State, Nevada under 131 goes over because of overtime. Boise State from three and a half up to five and a half, but if you had UNLV, tough one. They lose by 11. 
in overtime. Win some, lose some, presented by BetRivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, BetRivers.com. I always like it when it's refreshing when a player or a coach unloads on, on the officials. It just says that they were awful. I've never heard this before. This is Fred Van Vliet the other day just saying, I'm going to get fined. I'll take it. I don't care. This this referee was so bad and profanity-laced tirade. Have a listen to this. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be and um, just kind of the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. So I have loved this this since Charles Barkley when he would do it in the NBA. And I don't, how old was I then? 12? So, and I never understood why players get fined or maybe even suspended when they're required to talk to the media. You have to have like an opinion. You got to answer these questions. And then when you say what's on your mind and tell what you think is the truth, then all of a sudden the league comes in and says, ah, here's 10,000, here's 25,000, here's 50,000. Why? You're forcing these guys to talk. And if they think the officiating was terrible, I want to hear about it then. Because they give that guy, you know, he named names. People have a problem with that. Whatever. Now, there was like six or seven curses in there. Yeah. If you did, if you, but they did a great job beeping it. But that was some people were surprised it was only thirty. He got his money's worth. I mean, it was only thirty thousand. Considering guy got to go off like that. But he's right. right. I mean, Scott Foster's the first guy who comes to mind that they think Joey Crawford, another one back in the day, Dick Bavetta. They think like the fans pay to see him play. Like, right. Get out of here. That's a, I'm glad he threw that in. When Van Vliet Vliet said, nobody's coming to see you. Well, they're true, right. And then also making it personal. It's like, wait a second, look at all my texts. It's this Ben Taylor character. He's got it in for me. What's the problem? And I like what he said, let's communicate a little bit here. You know, what's the problem? Right. Don't be so quick with the the team me up. I'll give you this last night from the NBA. The Bucs defeated the Nets. ESPN stats and info. The Net, did you see this? The Nets scored 98 points off the bench. Wow. The most in the NBA since they first started tracking starters and bench players in 1970-1971. Their starting five combined to score 15 points last night. That's incredible. The lowest by starting lineup since the Pistons combined for 13 back in April of 2008. They were getting killed, right? Killed and they made a huge comeback. Wow. Okay. So I was tracking that game because my boy, Brooke Lopez, had nine blocks. And every time I checked in, he's he's got six and he had eight and he had nine. He now at some shops today, Paul. He is the favorite to win that award. Good go goody gumdrops. Oh, and you end the season today, please end the business. season. Let him win the award. Wow, we're gonna party. We're gonna dance uh, here at Circa if that happens. I'll play the guitar. But I want to see you dance too. Yep. Okay. Yep. I really don't, but uh, well, I, I can move if I get some alcohol in. <laughs> DraftKings has Jaron Jackson minus one twenty. Lopez even money. I've noticed two or wow. three other books today where Lopez is now the shortest shot. Oh, what a sweat. 
Six-figure sweat. God bless you. Matt Humans on the program coming up next. He likes a bunch of games on today's college basketball card. Find out which bets he's going to be making coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. You get unlimited access to the best bets, every host, every guest, the betting splits, the betting guide, breakdown of every team in the tournament. Sign up today, get the betting guide, plus full access through the end of the tourney for only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Matt Humans joins the program now, uh, host here on the network. His show is called VSIN Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. Heavy, heavy college basketball this time of year. He's also the uh, senior editor at VSIN.com. How is your week going, betting-wise, Matt? It's okay. It started off really well. Hit a couple of, uh, uh, I'd say, speed bumps here in the last two days. And a couple of tough beats. Um now, I know you guys were on Colorado plus nine yesterday. That's got to be the bad beat of the week. And uh, I was on the previous day, I was on Air Force plus seven, and the Falcons lost UNLV by eight in overtime. And you and Air Force should have won that game in regulation. <laughs> and I thought yesterday, Colorado was close to uh, to knocking off Arizona. You know, and then you end up uh, taking a double tech and losing that game by 11 when you're catching nine. So, been on the wrong side of a couple of bad beats, but a little bit ahead this week. And uh, hopefully have a strong finish. I think we've got a great schedule here on Friday. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some really good games again on Saturday. So uh, hopefully can do a little bit better here in the next two days. A couple of bid thieves alive, but you used to cover UNLV basketball. You're very uh, familiar with this conference. Can you tell our audience this coaching, how good this coaching job is by Tim Miles and how bad the Spartan program was? It's a flat-out miracle what Tim Miles is working with uh, San Jose State. If the most depressing, probably the most depressing home atmosphere in college basketball. They play in an auditorium in San Jose that draws flies. You might have a few hundred fans, including the pep band. And uh, I don't know. You've got no money, no fan support, no history behind the program. How the hell do you recruit players to San Jose? What Tim Miles has done is an absolute miracle. And uh, you can do nothing but root for San Jose here going forward, I think. For sure. Do you like them tonight then, plus the points against San Diego State? I do. You know, I thought the Aztecs were lucky to get by yesterday against a Colorado State team that, let's face it, it's mediocre. He's got one player, Isaiah Stevens. He's a one-man wrecking crew for the Rams. And uh, we've seen this with San Diego State in recent Mountain West tournaments where this team's laying a big number and um, just manages to get by, survive in advance to get by in this tournament. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case tonight because if you watch the uh, Spartans yesterday, I thought Tim Miles did a great coaching job. The Spartans were executing their half-court offense to precision. And UNLV was having a difficult uh, time, excuse me, uh, yesterday San Jose was, Nevada was having a really difficult time defending anything in the half-court. They were getting cut up. And I thought it was a great coaching job by Miles. Not only that, San Jose's got maybe the best player in the conference, and Omari Moore, who can score, and he's surrounded by uh, some guys who can play. So this is not fluke what San Jose's doing here. 
not sure if you guys remember, it was like two years ago, I think it was the Mountain West opener. Uh-huh. San Jose was a 28-point underdog. And uh, San Diego State beat San Jose on a, on a three-pointer at the buzzer as a 28-point home favorite. This San Jose team is legit, and uh, I think nine's a little bit too high here. I would, if the Spartans play like they did yesterday, they're going to have a shot to win this game. I'm a plus nine in the Mountain West. How about the SEC? Some good games today. Let's start with Mississippi State and Alabama. And Alabama, with all the distractions, now has failed to cover four games in a row. Do you think uh, Miss State has a chance here to pull the upset? I do. I've been fading Bama ever since the Brandon Miller controversy hit the news. I thought that was going to be a major distraction. Plus, I don't like the helter-skelter style of play that that Alabama uses. Uh, Run around, fire up three shots be better than you with their athletes. And I think what happens here is Mississippi State's going to be the type of team that's going to want to slow it down. Again, playing the half court, that type of style can frustrate a team like Alabama if Mississippi State can execute in the half court and slow it down. And I kind of like uh, betting on these teams that won against a team that's just been sitting around waiting to play. And uh, Okay. Matt, we're going to have to reconnect again. We've got a better connection here in two seconds. Two seconds. How do you – I, I think you have to take Miss State, right? I mean, it's been it's been such a, especially first halves now. The slow starts for Alabama in the last four games. Yeah, that has been concerning. I don't know how it's not right. And Miss State is a that was a boy. The way the game finished was ultra dramatic yesterday, but that was kind of ugly against Florida. Mm-hmm. But people, Matt was one of them. I've heard others uh, make the case that Miss State might go on a run here and they could potentially win this entire tournament. Like they were. They were at 50 to 1 priced in that range before the tournament started. Like there was an angle here. I love what they did at the end of the game. They attacked the basket, they dumped it down to the yeah. big guy, and he laid it in, as yeah. opposed to what San Jose State did. I think it was San Jose State with the long three before overtime. It was stupid. The game's tied. What are you doing? I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, are you, I think we have you back right now. So go ahead. If you want to finish uh-huh. there, Miss State plus seven and a half against Bama. Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with the audio issues, but I'm playing Mississippi State plus seven and a half against Bama. Like Paul said, Bama's failed to cover four in a row since this controversy, and I'm going to keep fading Bama. Uh, why not? Just uh, If it works, stick with it, and uh, that's what we're going to do here with Mississippi State. Hopefully we can slow down this game, ugly it up, and uh, stay within the number, which I think is realistic here. So yeah. Mississippi State plus seven and a half. And then the other SEC game today that I'm going to play is uh, Arkansas. Uh, you know, you got to play on the Razorbacks to win this tournament at 12 to one. Mm-hmm. They had a big lead. They couldn't quite put away Auburn. Win the game by three. I think uh, there's a good chance Eric Musselman can uh, take this team to the tournament title. I like Arkansas plus one today too. You gave out UConn to win the Big East. Are you also going to take UConn in the semis? Boy, not impressive by Marquette at all. Marquette lucky to win the game. Do you like UConn laying three, three and a half? Yeah, you're right about that. Marquette's last two performances not all that impressive, but do uh, you kind of lay in the three and a half? It's a little bit too much for me here. Um, I like I said, I've got a UConn bet to win the Big East, so I'm just going to stick with that and right. not play the Huskies in this game. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Yep. Going, yep. Um, okay. So then let's move to the Big Ten. You went to Purdue. You've always had a good pulse on uh, this program for football and basketball for as long as I've known you. Uh, right now, according to some people, a two seed, and yes, they would be. You know, behind UCLA, even with that big injury, they're laying six and a half today against Rutgers, who uh, Michigan's performance in the second half yesterday was oh. as dreadful as it gets. Huh. 
one basket in the first 19 <laughs> minutes is, is laughable at, at this level. But Rutgers what, probably in the tournament, but catching all those points against Purdue, do you like the dog here? Yeah, I think if you're Steve Peichel, the Rutgers coach, you got to say, hey, we need one more. you got to tell, tell your players, we need one more to make sure we're in the tournament. And this is the type of team, because of the matchups, gives Purdue a little bit of trouble. They've got bigger, more physical guards. Purdue's got two freshman guards who have really kind of struggled here late in the season, I think, hit the freshman wall. You can say, well, if Purdue plays to its capability, it should win this game by double digits, and I think that's true, but that really hasn't been the case. If you look at Purdue away from home in the Big Ten, five and two in games decided by six points or fewer, a lot of these Purdue games away from home in the Big Ten have been tight, and the Boilermakers have been fortunate to win most of those games. When they were 22-1, and one, the one loss was to Rutgers by a point. I actually think this is the type of game that Purdue's going to find a way to win, but it's going to be tight, down-to-the-wire type of game. And uh, I thought the line was going to come out around five, five-and-a-half. I'll take six-and-a-half with Rutgers just because Purdue has been underperforming recently. If you look over the past five weeks, Purdue's four-and-four four straight up. So I think uh, on a neutral here, Rutgers catching six-and-a-half is a decent number. Are you surprised where this Indiana-Maryland number opened? And actually, I'm seeing it go the other way. I'm seeing oh, yeah. Indiana open one. I'm seeing pick now at several spots. I don't, I don't understand this. I think uh, Wes and I were talking about this on our show last night, Wes Reynolds, and I thought Indiana should be a four-point favorite here, so I'm not mm. sure what's Oof. up. I like the Hoosiers. I like the Hoosiers to win this tournament. Hey, look at Maryland away from home in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Two wins over the worst team in the league, and that's Minnesota. One. In Minneapolis, won yesterday in Chicago. That's a bad Minnesota team. I'm not impressed by what Maryland did. You're going to have to beat somebody else away from home. you got to prove it to me. I, I This is my favorite play today in the Big Ten. I think Indiana pick them minus one. That's a bet you got to make. The Hoosiers got two first-round draft picks, Chase, Trace Jackson Davis, Jalen hood Shafino. they got more talent. Uh, they can win away from home. Maryland really hasn't shown that against uh, – Anything but bad competition. I think Indiana's a good bet today. Very good. Uh, you can follow Matt on Twitter. He is at MattHumans247. His show is called VSIN Tonight with, uh, with Russ Reynolds. Uh, and what is this? Is it the final week of the college basketball betting contest, or is there? do we have two weeks left? Uh, no, next week's going to be the final two mm-hmm. rounds. So the uh, next to last round will be Thursday's tournament games, and then the final round's going to be Friday's tournament there games. There you go. Get back to the Circa. Yeah, Circuit's College Hoops Challenge will wrap it up next week in the NCAA tournament. Of course, yeah. That makes the most sense. We have Rex Byers on coming up in about an hour, so he'll tell us how these numbers are made, Matt. Rex is a very good odds maker, so look forward to that. All right. Thanks, Matt. Good luck. Good luck today. Thanks. Uh, Let's go over some of the, the moves that we've seen so far today on these games, and then outrights, updated outright numbers to win each conference tournament here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Great house specials up at Bet Rivers. Aaron Judge, first guy to hit 10 home runs, plus 250 has been boosted. Other great house specials, as always, in a full menu at Bet Rivers. You can also win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and get a square on the house. Full terms and conditions available. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, bonus, and credit use. BetRiversSquares.com. It's very strange. I tried to make a bet on Indiana during the break. And because we're located in the studio inside the casino, sometimes it won't like it just it will not go through on the app. So I have to run up the stairs here real quick. It's like four stairs. It's not a big deal. You're out of breath. I'm out of breath. Oh, I can't breathe. This is horrible. (laughs) Give me the give me the oxygen tank. (laughs) And you have to go outside on Fremont Street to make a bet. Uh There's the Indiana game is not even listed. I, I know we're on early here. 
I can't, I, I can't get a bet down in Indiana today. Yeah. And pick them. Is that odd? Should be up. How weird is that? Yep, it should be up. Okay. Let me throw this at you. I have two, I have two scheduling observations. Number one, the, Atla- the 8-10 played their quarters yesterday. They take today off. Then they come back I... with the semi-Saturday and the title game Sunday. I'll give you another one. Is VCU in? Oof. Don't tell me this is a one-bid league. They're 25-7. and seven. I saw them on a, a 12 seed. That's where I noticed them, too. Yeah, you're so, telling me the 8-10 so one-bid league? Well, So I don't know, like, because they play St. Louis tomorrow, and then you have Fordham against uh, Dayton, and Dayton's the favorites at DraftKings now to win the conference tournament. If, if VCU loses, is this a one-bid? It's a good league. Well, that's it's what it tells you, right? If they're on the 12 seed. Yeah, it's a one-bid they, league. If they lose, they get bounced early here, then, I mean, that's going to, right? Well, here's the thing, Paul. We saw a lot of teams who needed wins yesterday not exactly come through. So when the bubble teams are I, not really like winning their games, then if, they got somebody's got to make up the sixty-eight teams. Yeah, if they win tomorrow, come on, twenty-six and seven, yeah. you win your league and go to the championship game of the conference tourney. That's a good program, year in year out. That yeah. that shouldn't be the another one. The uh, that Mickey Mouse operation with Conference USA, where they play at the Star and Frisco with the 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 curtain separate. They play at the same time with the curtain that separates the games. They played last night. Now they move up and they play in the morning, the semis, for TV. 9.30 a.m. Pacific is the first semifinal. It's Florida Atlantic. I mean, what are you doing just to get on CBS Sports? So maybe that could be something to watch, especially in that uh, second game, the, the, se- for the second semifinal, which is a good one. It's UAB against North Texas. Um, I think North Texas swept them, but UAB is a good team as well. And then Florida Atlantic with an easy win, 29-3, right. and three, and they take on uh, – Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee got him though. Maybe this is too many points on a neutral. Yeah, it was Middle seven? Tennessee. Yes, Middle yeah. Tennessee beat them. There's one of their three losses earlier in the year. But it's just strange where you go from they played late at night in, in, in you know, and then now they're moving it up to nine thirty in the morning to get one of these games on their games on television. Maybe we should ask to do the show sometime with a curtain or like a partition in between us. Yeah, right. Right? Class, first class. No idea. Yeah, you're making noises <laughs> over there. What's happening? Huh? I can't I can't see it over there. Uh, some updated numbers now to win these conference tournaments, and more of these numbers will pop again. It is early throughout the day, but when you look at the ACC now, down to their final four, North Carolina eliminated last night. Duke opened up, I think maybe the best number you could find anywhere was 3-1. to one. Well, they were very impressive against Pitt yesterday. They're down to plus 180. Now, Tony Bennett's crew, Virginia, they're at plus 240. No, no respect for Miami. None. Zero respect here. Been away the whole year. Clemson needs another win. Nice job beating NC State and blowing them out, but they yep. need another win, I think, to get in the tournament. I, I think the Duke Miami game tonight is a phenomenal watch. Yeah, and that that is that total too low tonight in the game because we saw Duke's offense really rolling yesterday. That can sometimes carry over in these tournaments. It's now up to 145 and a half, but Miami plays in these games. I mean, they can play yeah. games in the 80s, no problem. Yeah. No opinion, but you could be right on that. Yeah, sure. Uh, Kansas down to plus one twenty-five. They were very good against West Virginia. Now, what's going on now? They th- self uh, sick, not COVID. Then no, he didn't have a heart attack. Right, he's out for the whole tournament now. So the the rumblings were immediately yesterday when that news broke that the quote illness was in fact a heart attack. But they came out and poo pooed that last night. Said no, it's not that. I think they called it a non a non cardiac event or something along those lines. I've never heard that before. 
regardless, he's going to be out for the entire tournament. It did not affect them yesterday, I'll tell you that. Uh, they, they were, and they might be the best team in the country again this year. But how much will they miss him mm -hmm. if he can't be there for the tournament? I mean, in a short sample size, it could be, you could argue either side, right? As a narrative-based opinion, when you want to bet this stuff, it could be like, well, they're not going to have self. They're going to clearly miss him as a head coach. Or you could flip it and say, the kids got wind of what it could have been for self and the, quote, illness, and they're going to go out there and play their asses off and be on fire and win one for the guy. So it's, that's all, you can make the narrative for either team. And they're again, plus uh, 125 in that neighborhood. Yep. Uh, right behind them, Texas at plus 210. TCU, very impressive last night. Texas TCU today. I mean, th th this is why today is so awesome. Good the game. semifinal, look at this. I mean, the bracket here. How about all these people who thought their future tickets were dead on Texas? And now I'd rather have a future on Texas than Alabama. Went with the beard news. I'm one of them. How about that? I got. I did not get the best number. I got twenty-two to one. I think back in November. Been awesome. And Terry, they, they play playing hard for Terry. Yeah. They're playing well. Now that's, a, I, that's a good game too. Am I a jerk for? Yes. Okay, but for yes in general, but specifically for suggesting this, it looks like now he's close to going to Ole Miss. Like that's going to happen the way it appears. Right. Yeah. I was asked yesterday on Twitter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm from so Wisconsin. I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Greg Gard. I was asked from a Badgers fan on Twitter if we should go after, or the program should go after um, Chris Beard. And I said, yes, of course you should. Because Chris Beard is going to get a coaching job at some point. Again, and it's probably... Well, it, hold on. It comes down to the to P, the PR hit. He's an unbelievable coach. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. But I guess the uh, fiancé retracted, uh, didn't she want to press charges, and then... I think she said he put put him in a rear naked choke or something, some whatever. And right, right. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I th and we dealt with this guy for a couple of weeks here. In and I got a story about Chris Beard, by the way. We were at this is right when Veasan started. Remember this? I was down at the Final Four in Glendale that year when Gonzaga eventually played North Carolina, and we were doing Veasan weekends, but also at the local ESPN affiliate here in town. And Mike Pritchard and I were live there, and we had a guest appearance booked by Chris Beard, who just quit, or was it the year? It was around that time frame where he quit UNLV, went over to Texas Tech. Right. And he found out, he walked right by, saw our setup for Las Vegas, and he found out, he goes, oh, no, no, I'm not doing Las Vegas. It was already set up. We already teased it throughout the day. We told our audience that he was going to be coming on. We were, going to be, we were going to be fair to the guy. He didn't want to do it, didn't want to face the no. heat. Wow. He said, I'm going on in Las Vegas. No, I'm not. Pulled out. I just, I think the guy's a little, he's a little scummy. Yeah. Well, you know? he was also up, turned off. I think it, it took two weeks to approve his contract or something. Yeah, it was, it was uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, how, about, how, yep, how about out here? Pac-12. Oregon is nine to one. It's all about, well, not all, but a big part of this time of year is coaching. Oregon has won 10 in a row in the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah. Dana Altman can coach. And why, they blew an 18 point lead. And I was rooting for Washington State. I like how they play. Bombs away. That would have been a great story. But this is, you got to respect this. Ten in a row. Well, it's been a major flop yeah. this year. But if a guy can turn it around sure. in March. Well, one guy to get hot, right? In, in one of these know. conference sure. tournaments. And I mean. It, and it goes back to what Alan Boston told me last week about this time of year, go with instincts over numbers and watch games and what you're going off and what you see. Ohio State can't win this thing now, yeah. right? I mean, they're catching Fortnite. Don't you want to ride that wave? And when you have a history and a track record like Altman, what, what Oregon's done here, and how well they played in Las Vegas, I think six, I, I, I bet Oregon 
Uh, I bet Oregon today took six. No, I don't, I don't mind that bet whatsoever. I mean, Paul, let's be honest here. UCLA was in a very losable situation yesterday to Colorado. I mean, they were down a point with five minutes to play. Somehow they covered, but to survive that game, they were fortunate. And this guy is a hell of a coach, and he's had he has talent. They just had a miserable year. So does it catch up with the Bruins today? Does that injury play a factor today? You know, sometimes that can happen where the first right, game, everybody right. picks it up a notch, and then you got to pick Could it right be. back up and go at it again. Could be. Houston, by the way, updated DraftKings $3 to win the uh, AAC. Yeah. Wow. They are 22-point fa- They opened 20. They're up to 22 today in their first game in the quarters. Yeah. My God. You want to take a slice of Miss State money line? You can do that, sure. Against Bama? Sure. I'm with Matt. They have to prove it. To, until they come out and bury somebody, I think you have to keep going against them. That and also Mississippi State can really make these games ugly. Would you go first half here? I, oh, yes, I would. This would be the first half. Oh, there. yeah. Because Alabama's yeah, in these games, they're turning it around in the second half. But first half, it's slow starts. I would consider first half a lot this week. And uh, that would continue into today. Would you take a little Penn State first half against Northwestern? I think maybe Northwestern for the game might be the play. But at Penn State, playing, got hot again last night. What's that setup like? Does anybody know? I mean, right down the street there in Chicago, United Center. I mean, is, uh, is it going to have a large Northwestern oh, contingent? I, I don't know that. Yeah. I do, I, that it's a good question. I, I don't know, but that's I, I see where you're going. I like, I like that angle. I've already played a game. Yeah. We'll get into some uh, NFL up next, and you're going to want to hear what Michael Lombardi had to say about Lamar Jackson coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.